Welcome to the E&S Wolves podcast with your host, Nathan Judah, and Wolves correspondent, Tim Spears. Well, hello everyone. Welcome to episode 56. It is the E&S Wolves podcast. I am your host, Nathan Judah. I am joined as ever by the dynamic duo. It is Mr. Luke Hatfield. Luke, how are we? I'm good, mate. How are you? Very, very good. Delighted to have you on. Got some excellent segments from you later on. So I think that we're going to be very, very, very excited. Cannot wait. Yeah. And of course, as ever, it is the one and only. It's the Chief Wolves reporter. It's Mr. Wolves. It is the man himself. It is Mr. Timothy Spears. What's happening? Um, well, not a lot really, mate. Not well, there, well, there is a lot happening. I'm very excited about There's today's There's a lot happening, guest. but I haven't seen a lot of Wolves, mate, to be fair, so I don't, I don't really know too much. No, you're a part-timer these days. I'm, I'm a part-timer, but this person who has come on, he's a oh, full-timer. Oh, this guy. He I'm gets... very excited about this. We've been trying I'll, to get... I'll, I've been waiting literally hours <laughs> for, for this. We've been trying to get this man on for, for it, it seems like, years now. Yes. Well, re- I think we've mentioned him pretty much more than anybody, apart from maybe Tommy. Yeah. We've mentioned him more yeah. than anybody. Yeah. I don't know why. Well, I feel like he's a controversial figure on social media to some. Yeah. People will know who he is. Mm-hmm. Revered. Respected. It's Martin Dance. <laughs> <laughs> it is James Fielden. James Fielden. James, welcome to the show. Thank James Fielden. Cheers. Jimmy F. Jimbo. Yeah. James the Second. The Jimster. Jimmyriquai. Fielden of Dreams. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that one before. Jimbo Jones. <laughs> That'll do. Okay. Uh, James, welcome to thank the you. podcast. Thank you. It's great to be here. Uh... I think I think, I think I think no, no, it is. I think I was one of your original fans. Really, I listen to a lot of podcasts. Uh, I won't name the others to drive away your traffic, but um, we're all friends of them. We're but you know, I, I live down in London. And it's a nice way to keep in contact with what's going on and uh, some good bands. Decent bands. Yeah. So, so for people who don't don't know who you are, obviously, oh, oh, James Field, oh. Um, tell the peeps a little bit about yourself. You know, obviously you're a big Wolves fan. You know Tim very well. Just, just explain yourself, uh, man. Yeah, so, <laughs> so uh, I'm a Wolves fan. Uh, had a season ticket for God knows how many years in the South Bank, and um, live down in London now. Do football commentary for a living. Watch a lot of Wolves. Watch a lot of Villa. And uh, yeah, me and Tim used to be on the Wolves Fans Parliament together back in the day. The Wolves Fans Parliament. Yeah, Tell me about the glory this. Days. The glory days. How, 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 how long? How long ago was this? This was the first ever Fans Parliament, which was two thousand and seven. Yeah, two thousand and seven. So, so they invited all fans to apply. I think it was about twenty or thirty. What fans total? They wanted. Um, <laughs> they wanted like a an age range. Um, people from certain certain backgrounds or whatever. So you guys were the youth, were they? We were the youth. Wow. Yeah. I was representing the student. I, I yeah, think I too, just yeah. started university. I think you were kind of further on, weren't you? But um, I just started uni and was kind of yeah, campaigning was, for student I was, tickets. <laughs> and, I was in my fourth fourth year at uni, having <laughs> failed my exams. So I was still, <laughs> still clinging on to that student life. Uh, proper club of those days. I'd love to see some pictures, dress sense, hair, etc. There are some good. There are some good pictures. I've still got one at oh, home. Oh, now if you've I can got try to... and dig it out. I'll. Uh... I think there's one on the internet somewhere. Yeah, 
Please, please dig, please dig that out. But um, yeah, I think I'm, I think it's fair to sound controversial online. People don't like to hear the truth sometimes. So, uh, Ooh, start as you mean to go on. I feel this is going to be a no holes barred podcast, and I like it because you know, end of the day. I must admit, when I start, started the company, and I, I saw this James Fielding reply to me a few times, and there, there were a few tweets, I'm like, who's this troll? Yeah. And, <laughs> which probably, probably when I went across to Mr. Tim Spears, like, oh no, he's good lad, he's good lad. So I met you, and uh, you know, obviously we, we probably met, was it the first time in Austria, was it, properly? Yeah, maybe. And, uh, in the Irish bar. Y- yes, in the Irish bar. Lost about two days off my life in that smoking room upstairs. Wow, wow, that smoking room that Tim Spears dragged us to, it was unbelievable. Looking a little perky there, Tim, are you okay? Okay. Yep, fine. Um, but um, no, so yeah, very interesting. And obviously, you're a massive Wolves fan. Yeah. And you do get about a little bit from a, in, a, in a geographical sense. Yeah. Because you do cover some bizarre sports. Do, yeah. Football's my main sport, but uh, volleyball's kind of the second sport. I'm actually going to Minsk on Monday as Minsk. well. So. Uh, I mean, we get a lot of plays on, on, um, on you know, Massive In. And I feel like you are probably our main random player because you. you there's some crazy places you've been to. I took you to Moscow. Mos- Moscow with, with, with the pink hands. Yeah. Oh, the pink hand, pink panther <laughs> hands. Panther. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I like to travel around. I mean, you get to go to some places that you just wouldn't really go on holiday normally, mm. and it's uh, it's a good laugh. Yeah, I like to do other sports to be honest, because football. I'm sure Tim will kind of tell you like there's so much BS. Well, I'd say BS involved. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. You know, you do other sports, interview other people, and they're just they're the ones who want to speak to you instead of. You know, Correct. it being the other way around. Other way around, sorry. So, um, yeah, it's nice to do other stuff. Did the uh, did the Olympics as well? Yeah, nice moments there. Yeah. Trot, I think bounced out to, to Rio last summer to do a bit of track cycling. So, yeah, keep it mixed up. But uh, give us give us gets... give us a list of some of the sports you've been. To. What was that one you went on after I saw you at Fulham away or Brentford away last year? You were going I somewhere. Went, I went to Azerbaijan to do the Islamic Solidarity Games. That was it. That was <laughs> Different it. class. This guy. This guy. Azerbaijan to do the, Islam- the What is the Islamic Solidarity Games? Solidarity Games. That as well. Well, it's solidarity for Islamic people, but... Um, How do you even get approached to do that? Uh, well, can't, can't you tell, obviously? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a lot of the same people do a lot of the same stuff, and you know, your name gets passed around and stuff like that, but um, I did one in the summer called the World Games, where I did life-saving commentary... Uh, life-saving fistball and I said you can get away with some stuff on this podcast but to move on quickly yeah, so life-saving that's a, yeah, is, that, is yeah. that a thing they, um, well, no, it's, it's, like, thing. it's kind of like swimming but they dive down to the bottom of the pool grab, a, grab a no they a grab like bag. a mannequin and then drag it to the other end and it's like a timed uh, they were in pyjamas thing. no do they get a, do they get a, was first prize like a basher stick on the side of the trunk stitch on 50, 50m <laughs> like the what, teddy to, bear to, one two three or what to stitch into the speedos Care, did you, careful <laughs> did you not get pinch your nail did you not get badgered you to stitch yeah, into yeah, your drugs yeah 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 absolutely and you, you remember your, your mum at the other end like 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 tap, doing the laps and kind of like uh, just writing them down What's one, going one, on one, one 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 and then the slash <laughs> do 20 laps you get your 200 metres uh. I'd, I'd love to do a commentary on that. <laughs> <laughs> Judy doing Not his, tw- his me. 25 metres. One, one, one. Um, <laughs> Halloween's been and gone. Um, first of all... No one cares. I no care. One, oh, for God's I sake. care. I tell we, you did, what, we did about two months of Halloween chat last year. I, I couldn't go to Norwich, unfortunately, because I, I had to do um, a little we're bit. All, we're all devastated. Yeah, I know, I know, which was a bit of a shame. Uh, I do like a networking thing with the missus. But then when the Halloween people did come round trick-or-treating, how many people do you think came to the door? Uh, loads, because you set up to some kind of weird... Scary mansion, and you invite young kids into your home. I mean, it's all very, 
<laughs> pretty much, pretty much spot on. Uh, we had sixty-eight different people come on that night, which wow. was pretty crazy. We got through a lot of favourite chocolate bar for you. If you could have one. How many? Bar. How many did you charge of those sixty-eight? No, I didn't charge. I didn't charge for New Year. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't charge for New Year. The so, household. What was the question? Favourite chocolate bar of all time. Crikey. And Luke and and. Lion and bar. Lion, Lion bar. Bar's strong shout. Is it? I'm a timeout man. Timeout. Big big fan of timeouts. Mm. Isn't that just like a wafer? Isn't that the wafer? Yeah, the it's like in a the middle? wafer. You get two. You get two. Two of them, mm. which is great, because mm. you can always share one. No, I never end up sharing one, but mm. uh, they taste good, mate. They're very good. Tim, probably a whisper. Oh, oh classic. I, I do like a caramac, although they're not really around anymore. Uh-oh. It's not really chocolate, though, is it? That's old school, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's I do like a caramac. You, you like a walnut whip as well, don't you? Excuse me. Excuse you. Right. Let's talk about wolves. Um, big week. If you told me before this week started that they were going to win one and lose one, you'd probably think that Queen's Park Rangers would have been the victory. Um, but Tim, reading your report and listening to what you said, they kind of deserve what they got at Loftus Road. Yeah, I, I think I was saying this time last week they were going to win easily and that it was the easiest game on paper, which it was really. But I think in reality, the QPR game is going to end up being the toughest of these three. In reality, because... Um, of the way they played, I mean, they were set up. They were set up to stop Wolves playing, which of course Norwich really weren't really. Um, tight pitch. I thought they played out of their skins. It felt like a one-off for them, but then they've gone and beat Sheffield United on Tuesday, so maybe um, maybe we weren't giving them enough credit. And they obviously got a little decent team there. But yeah, they were um, they were all over Wolves like a rash. They stopped them playing, like I said, small pitch, constantly pressing them. Lots of physical stuff. Six foot sixteen striker comes on and scores the winner. They just gave Wolves all, all kinds of problems, and Wolves never got going. Silla, how, how was he? Silla, he uh, didn't really do much. They, no. they handled him okay. And then it was Matt Smith that came on uh, with about half an hour to go. And then he had the beating of Miranda. I mean, he beat him once, should have scored. And then he beat him again for the goal. Miranda yeah. just couldn't handle him. Because Washington as well was the one who was linked with Wolves, wasn't he? Yeah. There was a weird episode around that, wasn't there, about Moxie inquiring about him And or then they got Darren, what's his name, putting it on Twitter. Do you remember the Peterborough? Oh, Darren McAntony, yeah. So he had a strange phone call from Jez Moxie, didn't he? I can't remember the, con- the context. Remember he tweeted out. And basically Moxie had inquired and Wolves kind of just said they bolted at the fee. And, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 which I think has proved to have been right because mm-hmm. he's, not, he's not great, is he? But, so obviously question yeah. marks and, and going to Carrow Road and, and Norwich losing to Derby at home, I think, on, on the Saturday as well. So thereafter, you don't want to lose two yeah, on the bounce. Yeah. A difficult game on paper. And they've gone there and passed with flying colours. Yeah, and Wolves hate going to Carrow Road traditionally, but you know, as Nuno's Wolves have proved again, you know, tradition and history means nothing because um, they're a different beast these days. I mean, I'm so impressed with how they respond from de- from defeats. The three defeats they've had: Cardiff at home, and then three days later they won at Southampton, Sheffield United, and three days later they won at Burton, and now and now QPR. Three days later they win at they win at Norwich. But each time it's been a tough away game that mm. they've won with a clean sheet. And it comes it comes from the manager directly because I know he, he got very angry with them after the QPR game, and he's he's demanded a reaction. And he's like, you know, you've got to prove who you are, you've got to prove what kind of football you want to play. And and they've done it. They've taken those messages to heart, and they've done it. And um, they're producing a very consistent level of football now. And I thought they were I thought they were magnificent on Tuesday. I really did. Mm. From back to front, there was no weaknesses in that team. Norwich are a good side. And they were really up for it. And they got this lad, James Madison, who's an exceptional young talent who ran rings around Wolves at times. But otherwise, they kept them quiet. Murphy was kept quiet. Marley Watkins was kept quiet. The home fans were getting on their case after about half an hour. And they, they should have thrashed them. And that would have been a massive statement. If it, could, it could have been 4 5 nil. Yeah. And Norwich fans have said this to me as well. I've got a really good mate of mine who's a Norwich, Norwich fan. He said this is the best team that, that he's seen at Carrow Road this season. 
Um, it was just very, very impressive. The, the players that came in slotted in seamlessly. I thought Bennett and, and Bolly were excellent. And Jai was very good, had a really f- physical presence. And the good, the good thing for me was that we've been saying on this podcast and throughout various forms of our media for many weeks that teams will look to kick Wolves and foul them mm-hmm. and knock them off their stride. And Wolves, for probably the first time this season, did that to the opposition. They? they conceded 24 fouls to Norwich's 11. Um, all spread around the team, and Jai and Neves in particular, though, mm-hmm. and Douglas and Cavalero, he's getting stuck in. Not like kicking them up in the air, but stopping and playing. Physical. Getting physical, getting stuck in, which is what you have to do, and they haven't really done it up until now. So they're perhaps becoming a bit more streetwise, which is another string to their bow and a really, really positive sign in a, at a club where there's just not many weaknesses at the moment. Willie Bolly returned. Good to see him back. How, do you th- how did he do? Very good. Looked like he'd never been away. Yeah, got his goal, obviously, which is overdue almost. I know he hasn't played too many games, but he's been a threat in the opposition box, left completely alone. But he was he was very he completely shut Marley Watkins out during open play. He just makes it look easy. He just he just pushes players out of the way like they're like they're not there. His positioning is excellent. You never see him stressed or kind of, you know, making a last ditch stretch or a last ditch block like some of the others do. He's just he's I think I've said it before, he's the best defender at the club and he's one of the first names on the team sheet for me if he's fit. One of the first names on the team sheet I mean, we're looking to January now and, and signing up, hopefully, some of these, these lone stars. I know some will probably happen in the mm-hmm. summer. Some might not happen at all. Is Willy Bolly, we're talking about your Jotters and your Bonatinis of, of, of hopefully you know, deals that might get wrapped up in January. Is Willy Bolly someone that they could look to potentially get in January on a permanent basis? I think he'll only join if they're in the Premier League. So I'm not sure if that will happen in January. Um, well, you don't think they'll be promoted by then? Don't think. Oh, right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Announce promotion. Jotter's Jotter's the one that they're desperately looking to bring in. Vinagra as well. I think they'll look to sign Bonatini because he's championship top scorer now. He's not going to go unnoticed. Um, so I think they'll look to sign him. And Jai, I think we'll have to wait to the end of the season. And Bolly pro- probably as well. That's that's great. It's a, it's a, you've answered answer one of my segments here, saying, <laughs> saying you're telling thank, me there's oh, a chance. We got rid of a segment. Thank God for that. But no, they, they can't they can't sign all five in January because then what if they don't get promoted and, sure. they, and they spent what forty million it would take maybe at least. And I assume that's a, with a striker on top or, or maybe a loan. Well, and that's the priority for January. Mm. Yes, it'd be great to get a couple of these guys permanently on their books, Jota especially. But yeah, the priority the priority as it's been for about two years is um, is signing a proven striker in this league. Obviously, me and Tim cover a lot. I've seen a lot of championship teams this year. You've, you've gone to alternative games. You, you do a lot of Aston Villa commentary at the moment. You've seen Wolves a few times now, especially against Aston Villa. From the teams that you've seen, James, how, how, how do Wolves fare? They're the best team you've seen this well, year? Well, yeah, in terms of dominance and actual players who can affect games. But, um, yeah, I've seen a lot of Villa. Villa are kind of... I mean, they're only they're six points off the top now. They've put a decent winning run together. and won at Preston last night. Um but Wolves, are, when people ask me and say, what is it about Wolves? I say Wolves have got more players that can make things happen and can score goals than any other team. I mean, you know, you've had both wing-backs score goals, Bart scored a goal, um, Bolly got the one the other night, you know, pretty much everyone in four positions has scored goals and you've got Bonatini who scored nine and assisted four others. They've just got so many players who can do stuff. Um, there's not really a team that's come close at all that I've, I've just been impressed with whatsoever. Um, first time I saw Wolves this season was that game at Sheffield United, which you couldn't really judge because Cody got sent off after 15 and after that it was just you know up against it, against obviously a decent side. But I haven't seen Leeds play yet, but they're dropping away now. Um, Middlesbrough, I don't know, mm. probably more qualified to understand that than me, mm-hmm. but 
I don't think they're going to be. No, I, I agree. But there's, but there's no idea. there's no team apart from Wolves that I would say if you finish above them, you'll get promoted. Yeah. There's no one who's kind of made that kind of statement and said. I mean, I'm surprised Cardiff are still up there. To be honest, I saw them beat Villa three 0 in the first couple of weeks of the season, and you know they weren't even that good. Villa just kind of got rolled over that day. But um, I'd be surprised if they stay up there. But they don't concede many goals, do they? They've got, they've got the best, if not one of the best defenses. So uh. I think I think that the best thing about me for Wolves is that in the past, when when Wolves have been at the top of the league, maybe or other teams, you think, oh, hang on, if so and so gets injured, or if so and so gets injured, that you know they might fall away. Yeah. You don't see that with any player really mm. at Wolves. Except maybe for Neves, because or Bonatini at the moment. Although I think they'll rectify that in January. But otherwise, you know, if, if Jota picks up a knock, you've got last season's star, of, of perhaps the whole league, Elder Costa to come in. Mm. Marshall was was fantastic for last three months of last season. Mm. He can't get in the team. Um, Doherty, um, I think I, th- I think Marshall would be the one that would come in maybe for Doherty if they did that. But again, I think they'll look to rectify that in January. But but do you know what I mean? The strength and depth is 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 absolutely frightening. If you look at the back the back six, right, the six central defenders. I mean, there was just no difference through the night when Bennett came in, despite the mm. fact Danny Bart's been playing so well. The six centre halves they've got would not look out of place in most Premier League squads, it, it, as in the, the bottom half of the Premier League. I think those six centre halves that's so that's so that's so strong they are. And uh, sorry, sorry, James, but it'll do someone like Bennett the world of good as well to to not be in that side and then play 120 minutes last yeah, Tuesday it's, it's, and then it's, another it's, 90 minutes a week it's later. It's great man management and Danny Barr and Miranda and Sace all travelled to Carrow Road despite Sace being suspended. They stayed over the night before, they stayed over after the game as well and flew back. So it's a bit of a, you know, I don't know if this was sorted out after QPR, but it seemed like a bit of a team bonding, team spirit exercise, which which, which is which has worked. And I saw Danny Barr after the game laughing and joking. He's been tweeting out after the game mm. as well. Whether he's been told he's back in the team on Friday or not, I, I don't know. But it just shows you the the team spirit at the, squ- at the squad. Pl- players have been, you know, Bonatini was dropped for two games. He came on and scored two goals. He scored five five games in a row. We've seen Vinagre board out the team. You know, these guys aren't kicking up a fuss. Nuno's man management seems to be exceptional. Not not quite a Richard Stearman episode going to Newcastle last last season with the team. <laughs> to Zenga. Yeah, well, it took about thirty players to Newcastle. Didn't they? <laughs> didn't they? It was just bizarre. Bizarre situation, but I mean, obviously Borough fan, etc. But looking at the team and, and Middlesbrough picked up recently. Uh, sorry, just to interrupt you. You're Go absolutely on. right because that was I, was I was a massive critic of Zenga doing that last year. Yeah. Because he did it for every away game. He attacked so many players, and Nuno did the same on Saturday at QPR. You had um, Courtney Hawes, Jack Price, and Vinagra weren't in the squad, and they were all there. Mm. But it, but they're all like I said, they're all happy. There's no I'm not hearing of any issues with the squad about players not playing, which just shows you. His man management, and I've spoke. And to it's nice of, when you're winning as well. I guess new top of the. No, table. of course, but I've spoke to a couple of players about it, and they say he's he he manages that fine balance between someone that you fear and someone that you respect. Um, in he's got just the right balance, you know, because you know he, he can give you a rollicking, and he does. Mm. But then he'll put his arm around you as well, and all all the best managers tend to do that, you know, from Sir Alex downwards. Mm. That that's that that's what they do, isn't it? You know, you can't step out of line, but you know that 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 your manager's going to run, run through brick walls for you as well. Absolutely right. Well, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna move on slightly because we're, we're we're very interesting. But obviously, we're twenty minutes in, so we've got a lot to get through. We're gonna do things a bit differently today. We're gonna, oh. we're gonna go with a quiz. Oh, a quiz now. Oh. But it's a quiz that's gonna be a slow burner. So I'm gonna give you the question now, oh, so that <laughs> so give you the question. Give the question now, so that when quiz. you've got when we come to the end, when we do your answers, you've got you've got a little bit more time because I know you don't like to get rushed. Oh, okay. You know, so it's just a bit of a slow burner. So Tim, no, and no, James, for, no forfeit today. Uh, well, we'll have to see at the end. Right. We'll have to see at the end, gentlemen. 
So um, I've got 12, top 12 answers on the board. You've both okay. got different subjects. So Tim, I want you to write down between now and the end of the show, yeah. the top 12 m most appearances in a Wolf shirt of all time. Top 12 players, most appearances of all time. Okay, I'll okay, take so that. that's working. James, big Wolves fan. Yeah. Top 12 leading scorers of all time, Wolves. Top 12 leading scorers of all time for the Wolverhampton Wanderers. So again, just you know, we're going to move on. Um, into the show, but that's one to keep you going, and we'll come to the end, and we'll we'll get and see see what happens. Don't get many wrong, please. Oh no! Don't okay, say um, okay, okay, okay. So let's move on. So let's have a look. What should we go for, Luke Hatfield? We haven't heard from you for a while. Let's go in. We've got some questions for the peeps. Um, what have we got on Luke Hatfield? Questions from the Wolves fans. We have once again had a ton of questions coming, so thank you to everyone who's sent them in for us. Uh, we do appreciate them, so keep them coming when we do ask. Uh, we'll start with Andy Bagley. He asks... Baggers. Uh, indeed, he asks, what's our best back three now, Bolly and Hawes and Alfit? Can we see any of them leaving in January? Is keeping six defenders happy is going to be impossible? Nah, because uh, they'll get injured and, susp and suspend suspended at some point. I think the best back three is, judged on what they've done this season, will be Danny Bart, Cody and Bolly. Nice, nice. Mm. A very Agreed. succinct... Quick James, would well. you say that as well? Yeah, probably. I've been very impressed by Bolly. Miranda, he he gets tight, and I almost, it's not he's not like uh, he's not like Berra, but he's kind of like do you know what I mean? He's kind of got like that ricket in him where oh, he, he's, he's always got just, yeah, he's got mistaken him every game. Yeah, yeah, and he gets he gets rolled by a couple of strikers, and he's not the fastest, is he? He's very dominant in the air. He's very he's very good with his headers and stuff like that. And he's good on the ball. Uh, his distribution's good, which obviously is so important in this team. I think he's got better, but he's definitely got a clanger in him. So he, he was the one who I clang, clang, clang. Uh, I kind of questioned when he joined the summer. I got a bit of abuse for that one because, I, you know, oh, I watch, I watch we, a lot if we, of... If we did abuse of the summer <laughs> with this guy, <laughs> my God. He could do a special. No, because you look at it and you think, right... If, you, if you're playing in Portugal and you're still there by the age of 26, then there's a reason why you haven't been taken out because he was at Benfica, I think, at the start, wasn't he? And, yeah, uh, you, yeah, because Benfica, Porto and Sporting Lisbon will, will pick all these players up, won't they, right, if, they're really that, right. if they're really that good? Yeah, and so if he's still there playing for yeah. Rio Ave at that age, yeah. then there's a reason why no one's taken into one of the big leagues. Rio Ave? Uh, I thought it was Rio Ave. Rio Ave, mate. It's the pronunciation. Rio Ave, as they would say. <laughs> OK, well, we'll probably do some short answers because I know you've got quite a few, and I think James has got a couple of questions as well later on. So, well, oh, uh, really? Mr Spears, yes. yes. Uh, Mike Jones, uh, he asks, do you think we should give Costa until after Christmas to get fully up to speed? Uh, what does he mean? Well, we kind of are, aren't we, really? Well, after Christmas. Well, after Christmas. Basically, should, should he should he continue should, to keep should, him out of the fire? Should we have patience or? with him? Yeah, I assume I mean, so. he's played seven times now and he's done absolutely nothing. And I know, and yeah, he's getting back to fitness, but just, just, just saying, mm. he's done nothing so far and he doesn't look like the same person mm. or player to me. He seems to have confidence. I was, no. When he pick the, picks the ball up, it's not like last season he picks up and drives at people and you think he's yeah. going to go one way or the other and he's probably going to get a shot off. It's mm. like... He'd rather run five yards, get faced by someone, then turn back and turn let back to Doherty. Or yeah, that's what, that's what he's doing. Is that like something like Kodjo as well, who's, who's not himself after that ankle injury? Ankles are, are funny things to get over because you're yeah. not 100% But by, by all accounts, he's flying in training. I mean, I wasn't at the open training session last week, but somebody from here went and said he was he was taking on players for fun and he looked just like Costa. Mm. So I don't know if it's a confidence thing or what, but... Um, 
But isn't that a good thing that he's not he's not back to what he was well, last season? Well, because, they, well, they don't need him at no, the moment, do they? But so. they might need him in, in February to, to March or April. And if he's if he gets reserves his best of then, I think that's fine because a lot of people are playing, I think, out of the skins at the moment. And they'll have a drop-off at some point. And if you've got a Helder Costa fit and raring to go yeah. last season, Helder Costa, second half, happy days. Yeah, I just, I don't know, you only come on for six minutes at Carrow Road and you expect Wolves were playing on the counter. They could have had a, there were a couple of times when they could have broke and got a third goal. And the only the times he had the ball, I mean, he just kind of wandered into no man's land and then did nothing with it. I mean, you expect six minutes at full pelt, you know, prove yourself because Caballero is so hit and miss. Caballero was terrible at QPR on Saturday. Costa came on at 55 minutes. That's his big chance to earn mm-hmm. his place in the starting lineup, and he did nothing. Mm-hmm. Hence, Caballero starting again on, on Tuesday. So it's it's slightly concerning, but like I said, Wolves don't Wolves are getting by fine without him at the moment. Okay. Uh, Alan Smith asks. Uh, Smith, eh? Smith Meister. He, he, uh, he pre-ends with this I know it's early days but prediction of points at the end of the season will it be nervous 90s or can we top 100 points what are they on now 32 something 32 like from 15 it's 2 points a game just over isn't it so 32 from 15 you, you treble that 96 96 plus 1 game at the so end so basically a ton 100 points exactly no they won't hit 100 but um, I think high 80s will get them in the top 2 to be honest the thing is, they don't draw many games, do they, Wolves? They're either kind of winning or losing, generally. Yeah, I think they've only drawn a couple, yeah. And, uh, Sheffield United are good at that, aren't they? They haven't drawn a game yet, mm. have they? Forest as well, I think. And Ipswich. Ipswich, yeah. Um, well, last season, the, the top two got 94 and 93, I think it was. I don't see that happening again. I think the division's weaker this year. Mm-hmm. So they won't need as many points. Uh, Russ asks if you had one signing to make in January what position do you strengthen or replace striker and right, right wing back I was a massive critic of Bonatini and he has scored a lot of goals well, well you'd heard a bit about him and you? I yeah I mean I, I, used, I used to watch him a little bit because again you know I used to watch a reasonable amount of Portuguese football and he never particularly impressed me um, obviously he was quite young at that point he'd come over from Brazil where he hadn't really done much and um, just didn't really see a lot about him and all these Portuguesers who pop up on Twitter and they're like, oh, you know, he's a bit underrated. And then you think, well, why has he gone out to Saudi Arabia? But, you know, fair play, he's come in and done it. But as I was saying to you walking in, he's had nine. He could have had like nine or ten more, like the chances he's had. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's a couple of games he could have had a hat trick. I mean, at Norwich, he, he missed his two easy chances and scored his most difficult one. And you're thinking, after he missed the two, bloody hell, come on, Bonatini. Like. And then he scores that sumptuous volley, really well um, well placed. That's um, not a huge criticism of him, but it just shows no. how many chances Wolves are actually creating because they've got so many players who are well, taking well, up I, decent I, positions. I said to you before we started, if, if Wolves had Brits on Belonga in this team, I think he could score 35 goals. Do you know what I mean? He's, he's, he's trying to find his form now. Because, and he, because, big, because, because he's so clinical, whereas Bonatini, you wouldn't call him clinical, would you? But yeah, he's top scorer in the league. And they need another striker, not because Bonatini's particularly bad, but they've got a lighten his workload because otherwise yeah. he's going to get burned out like Bod Varsen and Dicko yeah. did last year and ultimately if he doesn't play four Wolves they kind of have to alter their system slightly and play three right. across the front it, who aren't strikers it goes without saying look at his career history he's never played 46 games in a season obviously or anywhere near approaching it and at a much kind of less intense level in Saudi Arabia and Portugal so yeah he's going to really feel it at some point one more than Luke nice. um, well, then like my, Field didn't like my stat on him by the way stat the first Wolves player to score in five consecutive league games since 2004. That was very good, yeah. That that was me in the travel lodge at half half one in the morning. <laughs> How much free Wi-Fi do you get? Uh, 30 minutes free Wi-Fi wow. at the <laughs> Nor- Norwich Travel Lodge. You must have been pushing it there, half an hour. <laughs> I was going to stay within Norwich. No, 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 he wasn't around. Was this um, the one in the stadium? 
No. Yeah, there is one in Stoke. 20 yeah, minute walk away, travel lodge, half an hour free Wi Fi. My room was above a bus station. Excellent. So it's <laughs> seven in the morning, woken up by buses. So it's great. Nice, great. nice. Uh, final question, and it's a light one um, from Joe Bromley. He asks Nathan, mm. what, would, what would you prefer? Would you prefer to be spear tackled by Tim, be in mm. a field with James, or in a field with hats with Luke? So a massive play on names, but um, that's the last question we've got. Uh, speared with spears, a field with fielding, and lots of hats with you. Yeah. <laughs> that's the most bizarre question I've ever, I've ever had on this podcast. It's up there, isn't it? Um, At least you could play football with me. Yeah, I'm going to say field with uh, field field with James. I think field with fielding. I think Aww. lots of op- lots of options. Daisies, <laughs> you know, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, nice like, little spring men. Absolutely, though. we can uh, we can make those daisy change, put them in our hairs, maybe a little bit of hairband situation going. I'm not sure on. they'd sit in my hair for very long. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> boom boom. Uh, yeah, interesting question, but I like it. I like it. Bit different. Okay, um, I've got some questions, but first of all, James Fielding's got some questions. Some ones that he's been wanting to ask Mr. Spears Aye. for a while. They've been burning. They've been burning up inside him. He He's been shouting at the radio because he wants to know what you've got to say for yourself. Just, just, just text me, mate. <laughs> <laughs> James Fielding. I'd send you a voice message, but you don't like voice oh, messages. Oh, this guy. Wow. This guy. Wow. This guy. Wow. Apparently they do this in, in, it's all the rage in London, that London, London. and New York and listen, Paris. <laughs> listen but, to this, listen to this. Well, they, uh, people on, who use WhatsApp will know you can record... A, record some audio and yeah. send it as a message but he does that instead of phoning he'll or if he wants to send a long message he'll send me a, a voice message like mm. like a, a rant for about a minute mm. um, well or longer there's been about a three minute one once I can't tell you what that was about if you're, if you're walking around town right and it's dead busy it's not quite the same down Dudley Street as it is on Oxford Street <laughs> granted but if it's mega busy you don't want to be looking down at your phone texting all the time so you just because you, know, uh, you, you, you don't put your finger down and you just have a nice casual chat and you see it all the time in London I was like Tim people do it all the time here and he's like no I'm not having it I've never seen it so I kind of try and covertly get pictures of people doing voice messages to prove it to him, and uh, I admit got, it's not the. Uh, I've got about three voice voice messages like that in my career, and from the person who sends them, there's no way <laughs> my lifetime. <Yeah. laughs> there's not one. There's no. If I'm, That's typically you. Like, there's, there's one. There's two Judas. I'm the, not going to press play in front of in front of the missus or in front of work colleagues with the person who sends yeah, these. It there's can be dangerous. Very you, dangerous. You kind of have to get like an, an extra text to kind of tell you who you can play in front of. Otherwise, you can get yourself in some big trouble. But. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Anyway, so the question I had, right? In in the past, you've kind of had a lot of abuse about your job. You're not a proper journalist. Blah blah blah. Yeah. That was just from Judah. Right. Yeah. How does it work in terms of press conferences and stuff like that? The reason I asked was because I noticed that whole thing with Steve Bruce last week when he was criticised about his numbers on the Wolves youth players yeah. playing all that kind of thing. Yeah. And the, I think the quotes were put out on the Monday, and everyone's like, "Oh, Bruce is still banging on." Blah 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 blah. But I think that was probably saved from the press conference like yeah. the week before. How does that kind of work with you in terms of what you put out and what you keep? And especially like when you've got like an international break next week, how do you fill the paper? Yeah, well, it's a good question. And it's different for me because not a lot of journalists come to Wolves anymore. When I started, it was uh, me and the Birmingham Mail were both doing it. So, we, so it'd be me and the guy from the Birmingham Mail, Paul Stewart, interviewing Kenny Jacket, just the three of us. <coughs> and, then the, and then, but this was in pre-season. And then we'd have... We wouldn't be seeing Kenny for another week. So you've got no stories really unless they're signing anyone. You've got a week's worth of Kenny Jacket quotes. What do you do? So we divide it up between us and say, let's run these quotes on this day. Let's run these quotes two days later. 
which isn't great really, but obviously I've got 300 papers to fill every single year, 300 back pages, you know, they've all got to be decent lines, decent stories. So some days you might have two or three good lines from a press conference or an interview, you've, you've got to hold them back, you've got to. And sometimes it can be dangerous because that can get overtaken by events or by matches. For instance, I did a fantastic interview with Lambert <laughs> uh, two days before it all came out that he was potentially leaving. It was great. I sat with him for half an hour at Molyneux before another 23 game. Great Biscuits? Interview. Tea? Coffee? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> Who cares? what the setting was. I'm trying to try. Where we were in some kind of, I think it was the Players' Lounge. Custard cream, bourbon. <laughs> and we, did, we did a bit end of season assessment and what he was looking at doing in the summer. And then, yeah, the, I think the next day the story came out via the Telegraph. Did he, not, he must have known, though. He must have known at that point. He must have, must have had an inkling. But the, think the, it was just completely... the, the story was coming out. Well, that you know, he was maybe in trouble. Well, the story was came out the next day that he was essentially going to be resigning. Mm. Um, so anyway, it's a good question, and, and and I'm already holding stuff back for the international break, and uh, pe- people might 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 not really kind of see the logic in that, but you know, in November, because they think as soon as you get news, you should put it out. As soon as you get news, you should put it out. And I had it a lot when Kenny was on the verge of being sacked before the takeover. I was like, I've spoke to Kenny, just spoke to Kenny Jacket. Really interesting interview. See it in tomorrow's paper. They're like, well, we want it now. And I, and, I, and I get it, but yeah, I've, I've already I've already held back some stuff for the international break because from after the Fulham game, it's two weeks before the next match. Nuno doesn't do one-on-one interviews no. like previous managers have. You know that's, that's yeah. So you choice. previously just to kind of inform, you'd have had like uh, an informal sit down at the start of the week. Yeah, when, when there's no midweek game, Wolves will offer up what's called like a locals chat, which which would be me in the mail traditionally, but now it's obviously just me because the mail don't cover Wolves or they don't staff Wolves. So yeah, Lambert, Lambert would do always do a midweek if there's no midweek game. So would Kenny Jacket. Kenny would do absolutely loads. Nuno doesn't do that. He doesn't really do one-on-one interviews. He just does the minimum requirement that he has to do. So in, in, in the November international break, unless there's any kind of transfer news, there's absolutely no news going. So yeah, I've got, got to hold some quotes back for stories for next week. But sometimes you'd also hold a story back, wouldn't you? Like a transfer line or something like that if you thought you could keep it and no one else was going to... Yeah, I had, I had a line on um, Binagra because... Um, I think there was a report in Portugal that Monaco wanted to keep him, and then there was a report over here that Man United and Arsenal were looking to buy him. So both can't be well, both sort of can be true, but not really. So spoke to a couple of people at Wolves, got got, got what the real line is, and held it on for a few days because I thought you know Vinagre's just been done, no one else is going to be looking at this, and then ran it ran it a few days later. So th- there is, I suppose, there is a bit of an art to it because, like I said, I've got I've got to do at least three stories every single day in the paper. And that's for three hundred days a year. So, and it doesn't all work out equally, does it? I mean, yesterday's news was was uh, was ridiculous. Mm. You had the fine from Preston. You had all the Nuno stuff yesterday. Mm. You had post Norwich. You had the Jez Moxie thing. Ridiculous. That that would be a back page lead. Four, you've got four back page leads there mm. potentially, but they all came in one day. But how is, many stories does Nathan do? Because he's like the Wolves. Cor- oh no, it's you, the correspondent. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> was, was all that question just to get that? Line? No, it wasn't actually. It wasn't. The second part to it was you're basically up against the world in terms of social media, mm. not just websites here now, obviously with Wolves Portuguese links, you've got yeah. La Bola, Ojogo, and the other Portuguese press who are putting stuff out there. How do you kind of... Oh, Jogo. <laughs> Kyle Drogo. <laughs> <laughs> how, do you, how do you kind of keep up with Can it and see? how do you keep across it? It's very difficult because, um, yeah, stories will come out in Portugal and sometimes they're, not, sometimes they're not just stories, it's people with an agenda trying to push their, their players' names out there. It's impossible to keep on top of the stuff that's coming out of Port- Portugal, as in as in get there first so I t- 
you know, I get a few bits and bobs first, but I tend to find that my role is mostly just con confirming or denying or actually getting to the truth. There's so much BS, as you as you would say, out there from our, from our press, from other other local press. Because it's a massive game. The whole thing is lies, it's deceit, a huge game. pushing uh, on agendas oh. and... You know, 80% 80, 80 of stories that are out there, particularly transfer stories, are just factually incorrect. And they're deliberately put out there by agents or by journalists or by clubs or by players to boost profiles, ultimately maybe move to another club or earn a new contract. Ultimately, it's all about money. So the media are used in that respect. I, I hate that and I don't play that game. I don't really speak to agents if I can help it because I know they've all got an agenda. So I try and speak to people at Wolves and, and find out what's actually going on and become a reliable and trusted voice, which I think is hopefully what people see see expressing star as. So let's go and talk about um, Nuno linked with Everton yesterday. Do we feel that that was maybe just an agent and maybe building his profile? And maybe that didn't even happen, or, or is that something that that you know that there's there's something to those rumours? Uh, I don't know. I've got, I've got to be careful, really, because I don't want to kind of disparage anybody. But if you look at the Everton manager search, I mean, it seems to be covered by the Nationals pretty extensively. Uh, Allardyce, Dice, etc., mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden you've got this link with Nuno, not really covered by the rest of the nationals. Liverpool Echo didn't know anything about it and haven't really run with a story on it from Everton's point of view. So I don't know. And then three hours later, it was kind of quashed by the same by the same source. I mean, I, I don't know. It just it just felt it felt like it felt like it was it's kind of to boost Nuno's profile. We'll see today. Uh, this will be out after the. Press conference, but I'm really interested to hear what Nuno's got to say today. But anyway, to I, tell you, I can guarantee what he'll say today. No comment. No, I think he'll speak today. Do you think he'll sort of speak I, about that? I've got a hunch he'll speak today. I, I think I think he'll. Well, this might look a bit stupid if people listen afterwards, but I think he'll come out and say, you know, I, I love the club. I'm going nowhere, mm -hmm. like he kind of did when when Conor Cody was linked with Sheffield United. I, I, I think he'll speak about it. I think he has. To, I think he has to. He has to because Wolves won't put out a statement on it. You know, I've, I've spoke to obviously people within the club. Um, who say he's going nowhere and say they've had absolutely no approach from Everton whatsoever and they're not expecting one either. And I think they're, they're probably a bit iffy about where, these, where this has come from as well. But what is for certain is that if Wolves continue to go from strength to strength, this will not be the last time no, he's linked with a bigger job. This will happen. And yeah, the, the problem is um, he'll be linked with European jobs as well because he's been in the Champions League and Porto and Valencia and whatnot. It's not just going to be Premier League clubs that, that are linked with him. But he's, not, he's still not well known yet. I mean, the Liverpool Echo ran a bit yesterday saying, who is Nuno? <laughs> uh, because they don't really know who he is. I think it's too soon for Everton to be looking at him. That's why, that's why I kind of question it as well. He's only been in 19 games. Mm. It'd be a massive risk for Everton to go for him as well, I think. So we'll see. It will happen more and more. I think we're kind of going to see Nuno's um, intentions and motivations kind of coming out now because I think when when he joined, I was just thinking this, like a lot of the players, this is a bit of a stepping stone to the Premier League for him. I find it bizarre that he's come from a Champions League club to the Championship. Obviously, Mendes is heavily involved, but I guess we're going to kind of see. Oh, no, he signed a three-year contract, which suggests he's planning on staying here for a while. And I guess we're going to kind of see if that's the case over the next few months. But ultimately, and I'll probably get some abuse for this, but. Who cares? Exactly. This is the reason why he's come to Wolves, because as you say, he was a stepping stone. And probably ideally, Everton is probably about the biggest job he could have hoped for. It's the biggest job but he could go directly to, I think. In correct. The but not in this circumstance, with them sitting a place yeah. in the relegation well, zone. They're, they're and, a mess. Yeah. And it's not the kind of thing he's going to want to walk into and try and start playing total I, football I, with. I agree, and I said this in a comment piece today. I, I think, yeah, I said exactly that. It's the biggest club he could go to, but it's it feels like... Bad timing, really. They're in such a mess. The recruitment they've done this summer was a shambles. 
Yeah, but surely, surely the the, the the lowest ebb now. Surely, surely that is a good one to take it's, over now because the, I mean they've had a horrendous start to the season schedule wise. Fixture fixture calendar was awful to them. That that maybe it is a good time for him to come in because surely they can only get better. It's a huge draw, absolutely huge. Everton Everton are a massive club with so much potential and so much money. So yeah, if 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 there is genuinely something in it, then then Wolves might have a bit of a problem. But I don't know. The timing just doesn't feel quite right to me. Good stuff. Right, he thank seems, you. He seems very happy. He does seem happy. He does seem happy. He seems pretty pretty lively. And does, he, does he take in the city? Have you seen him in the hot spots? Has he been um, in the hot he, has, he has been, he has been uh, spotted around. God, where was some, some West Midland Safari Park. Was he there? He's po- <laughs> I think he's popped up in a few local restaurants and stuff like that. Okay. Not as much as Zenga. Greg's? Or, uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you take Steve Walter Greg's when he came as a special guest? Yes, I did. Excellent yes. news. Very did good. he have a steak bake? <laughs> no, we just went for a coffee. Oh. Oh right, time for time for segment alerts. I'm going to go back and forth between James and Tim. Just one word answers because we're running out of time because we, you know you had some interesting stuff so far, but we like filling the blanks, so we're going to bring it back. Tim first. Again, one or two word answers depending on what the question may require. Tim, Wolves will spend blank million in January. Uh, sixteen. Sixteen million pounds in January. Be early tens on Jota, and then maybe a right wing back, or maybe someone else. Okay, sixteen million pounds. I think they'll sell a couple as well. Okay, good stuff. James Fielding, Helder Costa will score blank league goals this season. Five, five league goals this wow. season. Wow, how many did he get last year? Twelve. Okay, that's a big shout. That's a big shout. I'll take that now. Would you take that now? Yeah, yeah, too fair. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Tim Wolverhampton Wanderers' best left back is blank. Left back would be Barry Douglas. Okay. Can I ask that about that though? Because I was with, I was at the Villa game last night talking to a couple of guys who normally cover the Midlands patch, and they were saying Wolves' best pound for pound signing this summer was Barry Douglas. I I counted with John Ruddy, but uh, pound for pound, they were saying Ruddy's Douglas had, was Ruddy's very had a couple of clangers though as well. Has he? Yeah. Of the permanent of the permanent signings of all the guys uh, who came in the permanently, summer. yeah, Ruddy's pound for pound the best. Do you think? Because it was free transfer. His experience, oh, right, okay. his experience is, is invaluable. He really, he's pretty commanding, isn't he? They are. He, he's so good at claiming crosses. He was doing it time again at Norwich. Alleviates such pressure. His punches are excellent as well. But you said Will Norris has been pushing on the door lately, and Ruddy had a couple of a couple of dodgy dodgy games. Yeah, no, he's had um, he had that clanger at Forest away, mm. uh, Cardiff at home as well, and then he had a couple of a few moments at QPR on Saturday, but. Overall, I think to bring in a 24-year-old now, I don't know, really such a key voice of experience and leadership in that team. But Vinagra's pushing Douglas all the way, isn't he? Like, yeah. we, we disagreed about this last week. I was in the away end at Man City watching from the gods and Tim was uh, eating his pick and mix in the press really? box. But, nice, uh, nice. I thought Vinagra still, was still amazing. Still the ground, actually. Like yeah. some of his, there was that gif that was going around on Twitter of him doing Kyle Walker and yeah. some of his footwork yeah, yeah. is outstanding. Mm. Yeah. And no, they could, that, they that, could that, quite that, easily play him in 10, 15 games a season and he would get through them with no problems. No, no, but that annoyed me because he'd, he'd got absolutely burned by Raheem Sterling for about 70 minutes and then he took on Kyle Walker <laughs> and that's all that everyone was talking about the next no, day. He did lots we, of we, stuff, but... we, we did a bloody story on it. Oh, watch, watch Vinagra take on, uh, take on um, what's his name, Kyle Walker. Like we, we didn't do a story on Vinagra's bang average defensive performance, did we? Because it doesn't quite generate as many headlines. You're looking at me like I wrote the story. I didn't write the story. <laughs> Oh dear. Okay, okay, move on. Um, um, James, Nuno will manage Wolves for blank more seasons after this one. Oh, that's a good one. That is a good one. We'll manage after this one, after this season, let's say he if finishes this here. season. Yes, if he's still <laughs> here. Let's say he finishes this year, he will manage Wolves for blank more seasons. Ooh. Two. Two? Ooh, really? 
I, th- I, I can't see them not going up this season, though. It'd be a travesty if they don't go up, which means he'll stay next season. And Fosen, you know, they they're tried to they're stay for the Champions League. Tried, say, <laughs> Champions League or Champions League? They've tried, they've tried to spend, you know, 20 million in this division. So if they go up, God knows how much they're going to spend when they get the TV money up there. So uh, I well, think he's going to have funds to be back, to be honest. I think one. I think I think I can. I say the most likely thing at the moment is they'll get promoted. I think they'll do. I think they'll do well in the Premier League. I've got to say, I do think I do think they can survive in the Premier League, and they need to be post. Okay. And if you look at his career. How yeah, long that's was fair. He, how long was he at Rio Ave? Was it two Rio years? Ave, uh, and then Valencia for yeah, one, and Porto for one. Yeah. So he doesn't hasn't hung around so far, has he? Mm. Okay. Uh, Tim Wolves will sign blank players permanently in January. Three. Three players permanently in January. James, um, and this is quite. Phil Afosu-Uai, and we'll, we'll come on to that later on, um, will play blank games this season. Blank. <laughs> no. Uh, I don't know. I mean, what, what's the latest with him? Do we know, or is he just out uh, Last year, but... third, he was out until January at the earliest. Okay, so... But... I mean, yeah. I think Blank's a pretty good answer, to be honest. Do- Doherty doesn't right? really get injured either, does he? So he's going to be... No, but he's very, to, very, uh... very fit as well, Doherty. Mm. Well, Maybe... Fit. FA Cup, FA Cup at Aldershot away. Maybe you might see him. Um, okay, uh, Tim. Um, blank are the Championship dark horses this season. Blank are the Championship dark horses this uh, season. Sheffield United's the dark horse. I mean, I think they still are. I know another. They're up there, but I still wouldn't expect them to be coming into the season. But maybe, maybe I think I think they'll be top six coming into the season. Okay. They kind of have the momentum, momentum like Wolves came up, didn't they? But this, but the division was a lot stronger that year, and Wolves missed out by a goal or whatever it was. Yeah, but this year with, it's not. With as, the uh, manager who just wins matches, <laughs> as Sheffield United win games, it's just incredible. That how do you stop that that juggernaut? And they're not going to lose him this year. He's getting linked with a couple of jobs, and people are saying, "Oh, if Dyche goes to Everton, he'll go to Burnley." But there's no, no way he'll leave un, Sheffield United. Un, unlike unlike Nuno, he's seen more of an old-fashioned Yorkshireman, which is what he is. So. Uh, not in terms of his playing style, by the way, but I think that's also why Nuno's getting so much attention because the style of football that he's, that he's playing. Okay, uh, James, blank and blank are Wolverhampton Wanderers' best two in central midfield. Blank and blank. Nevsh and. Oh, 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 we'll get on to it. And. Uh, and Dyer's and uh, surprised me, to be honest. He kind of had that Sunderland tag on him, which didn't really do a lot for him when he came in, and I thought it was just a bit of a, a rush at the end of the window. But um, I do quite like him, although Saiz has the stats behind him to say that he's the top passer and all this kind of stuff. I think the grace of, of uh, Ruben Neves and uh, the power of Ndai. He charges okay. forward a lot as well. Okay. Neves, Neves and Ndai, thank you very much. Okay, um, Tim, Wolves will pre-season in blank. Uh, either Beijing or Shanghai. <laughs> <laughs> How much Wi-Fi are you going to get there? Do you think you get yeah. more than 30 minutes? I'll tell you or, what, if that's uh, not the quickest Wi-Fi we've ever used if we go to China, then I don't know what is. I mean, we should be fine on Wi-Fi. And if we're not, then then I'll be I'll be on the blower to she. Oh, you're going? Well, I assume we'll be sent, yeah. Oh. Absolutely. And he needs to do his tour diary. Yeah, tour, tour diary. <laughs> tour diary. Um, James, finish off. Wolves will finish blank in the championship. Number one. Number one. Number oh, uno. Yeah. I'm biased, but I generally uno. can't see anyone going above them. That was just they got too much. Now we we did touch on that because you did say a very random word when we were describing a central midfield of 15 million pounds signing, and that's because recently you've been doing some Channel Five commentary on the Wolverhampton Wanderers. Very well, I must. I must. Oh, yeah. He yes. did the he did the Preston game main highlights on Channel Five. I was 
quietly impressed. Okay. Quietly impressed. Martin yeah. Danks described my voice recently as mesmerising. <laughs> <laughs> and you did the uh, you did the um, the Chelsea Everton. Yeah, uh, Carabao Cup game as well. Although I nearly, uh, <laughs> I nearly fell asleep in that because I went to the buffet three times. But oh, well, <laughs> how good is the buffet? Oh, it's unbelievable. Isn't it? Sides of salmon, Mediterranean salads. Yeah, you've got a huge tray of apple crumble. Dessert pick station. and mix. I was like, it was hot like carvery, kind of, hot plates as well. Uh, no carvery, oh, okay. but uh, soups. Yeah, the plates sandwiches. were nicely warmed. Everything you could want: beers and wines yeah. in the press room. I mean, yeah. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Amazing. But, I mean, uh, you, you say you nearly fell asleep, James. I mean, you sounded you sounded, you sounded very very excited. I mean, oh. there aren't many people. Oh. There aren't many people that oh. have heard, that have heard Fielding sound like this. <laughs> that was only, quite the noise. Only, Let's say that again. <laughs> only a couple of special people in your life, James, who have heard that. I would have thought, but um, well, you have to put some passion into it, don't you? You know, mm. but. Uh, I thought yeah. that was only because they said that the, the sandwiches weren't going to be available at half time. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no! <laughs> no, no, but, uh, yeah, go on. So, you see, coming under some stick um, because of the pronunciation of Ruben Neves, which is pronounced, apparently... If, if, you're, if you're a native speaker, you would say, Ruben Neves. Right. Right? Right. My job, 50% of my job is to call people's names correctly. Mm. How would you feel if I came in here and said, oh, Nathan Yuda, how are you this morning? Or I've been called worse. <laughs> by me. <laughs> or Time Spears, how are you uh, this morning? And you would say, no, my name's Tim Spears. No, my name's Nathan Yuda. Mm-hmm. So it's my responsibility to get people's names right. And I knew that Neves wasn't how you would say it because, you know, covering all the matches I do, you just get to know how it sounds and names in different languages and stuff like that. So I was waiting in the tunnel at Marnie before the Preston game and... Uh, all the players were going out to look at the pitch and I was waiting down there just trying to get a few nuggets of information, seeing what was going on, that kind of thing. And uh, Neves, as we'll call him for the moment, came back in having just had a walk around the pitch and I pulled him over and I was like, look, how would you say your name in Portuguese? And uh, he said, Neves. So right. for me, that's that's how I'd say it. So Danny Bell and comes to Compton this morning and goes, Ah, Shwuba Neves! <laughs> how are you so going? <laughs> He's got a speech impediment, has he, Danny Bell? No, I understand. I understand you're not going to convince everyone to say it, but like from my point of view, you have to do it. And I'll, the, the argument over someone the other day. People can see the, the expression that you have. You look like Dracula. How, how, wow. how did you say the uh, Ecuadorian midfielder that Wolf signed on loan from Red Star Belgrade? Uh, Segundo Castillo. Castillo. Yeah. You wouldn't say Castillo, would you? No. Okay, so... And what about Nenad Milias? Right, okay, you wouldn't say Milias, would you? So, I don't know, there's a kind of balancing act, but... Okay, so say it again once more. Ruben Neves. Okay, now we're going to go through some of these other people, and I want you to pronounce them. Michael Zara. Michal Giro. Michal. Michal. Do you agree with that? Yeah, a few few of these are probably going to come up, come from the way that Kenny Jackett used to say them. Yeah, he used to call him Zyro, didn't he? Okay. Bright and Ibakari. Well, see, I had a conversation with uh, renowned Wolves commentator Mikey Burrows about this yesterday because um, there was a video at the end of last season that Wolves published and he introduced himself as Bright and Ibakar. So I I called him that and apparently... Mm. Since then, he's called. He's referred to his surname as Enabakare. So, right. if the player kind of just, just decides to change the how he says his name, then it kind of gives none of us any hope, really. Okay, so so we're going with Enabakare, Enabakare. I would say Enabakare, but Mikey's now saying it's Enabakare. Kenny, so. Kenny just used to call him Bright. Yeah, <laughs> he didn't even try. Alfred and Jai. Yeah. Yes, there we yeah, go. You got that. Ruben Vinegar. 
Ruben Vinagre. You can just keep on signing Russian to me, to be honest. Spicy, but. Um, Deslond. Oh, see, I don't know about him because he wasn't involved and I haven't had Surely, to kind of. Uh... Again, Kenny was like Deslandes. Yeah, I imagine um, it's probably Deslond. Deslond, I imagine. Okay. But uh, yeah, I don't know about him actually. Good stuff. And when can we can we expect to um, hear and um, from you soon on a, on a Wolves game? Uh, well, I did the Wolves game on Tuesday, mm-hmm. which which uh, prompted some more Nevsh comments mm-hmm. and uh, stuff like that. But um, yeah, I do I do a lot of the highlights down in London. So uh, I imagine later on this season I'll pop up again. Oh, what about um, Espirito? Oh uh, yeah, in sorry. The... So with him, you es- t- Espirito. Yeah. No, you uh, you take off the e, like so, like the club oh, right. that. Um, uh, Bonatini used to play for Estoril. Yep. You would say Estoril. But yep. uh, so with him, you say Nuno Spirito Santo. So you take off the E. Spirito Santo. Spirito Santo. Spirito okay. Santo. Good stuff so far, gents. Um, very, very good. And this is one that you are going to excel in, James Field, in this segment because we've been listening to it for a long time. You've got it full up to the max. Tim Spears, you are the man for this as well, but I think you're going to be equalised today. I think James is going to going to have plenty for you because it is Abuse of the Week Abuse of the Week Abuse of the Week Abuse of the Week Kai! It's Abuse of the Week time and now James Fielding I, th- I don't think Tim Smith is the most hated person on this podcast this week because James Fielding gives as good as he gets he will get plenty and he definitely responds to it he might be antagonistic maybe he deserves it maybe he doesn't well, he does James Fielding I do respond I bite too easily probably but um, I mean you cover one of them because I had a bit of abuse about saying uh, Neves' name correctly ah, okay. but, apologies, uh, apologies. But, but go for it Let, let's start with James well, Fielding well I didn't have too much but um, the other day I tweeted about the the game at Norwich and Neves as I'll call him for the moment had this unbelievable shot which was going for the top corner mm. and I said it was going to be goal of the season and someone replied behave Fielden wasn't a patch on his whole goal you exaggerate more than Judah wow wow that was from Tim Spencer <laughs> but uh, it was an unbelievable hit I don't know the view you had it, it, it but, was uh, fine <laughs> it was all right. and I saw a replay of it as well. I would have like, definitely made that noise that for Willian's goal if he'd have scored that. And more. Oh, no, it, was oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was a great hit. It just wasn't as good as, as his whole goal. Okay, all. all right. Yeah. I- IMO. Spears? No. What? No, I uh, I don't know why, because normally after they lose, I, I get it both barrels. Um, I'm getting disappointed now if, if James hasn't got anything and this is no. going to be the, the shortest abuse of the week ever. Well, you two uh, not really, no. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I put out a tweet last night about Wolves' November record. Yes, their, I see Their that. last four, this is crazy, by the way, their last four championship campaigns, played 18, lost 12, drawn six, won none since 2008 in the championship, which is just incredible. Anyway, I'll just put that out there. And the, I, didn't, I wouldn't say abuse. I got a lot of stick from people saying I was a negative agenda-driven journalist. Uh, for putting out stats. Are you an negative agenda-driven journalist, Timothy? I can be. No, <laughs> no, no, I'm not. Of course I'm not. Okay. So, no, that's sorry to disappoint. But, I mean, yeah. you, you, what, what's the worst yeah, issue you used, There used to be a guy on Twitter called Stubbsy Droids who... Oh, man, uh, no. Stubbsy oh, Droid. Man. Think, I think the one who writes in capital letters? Ah, uh, Stubbsy. I think he's pals with your man Simon Says Yow. Oh, uh, I like that guy. <laughs> yeah. in, in, I, don't, I don't know if they want to say him, him, but I like him. I don't want to have any contact with him whatsoever. He used to give a lot of... Did he? Yeah, a lot to you, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. What properly personal abuse... Yeah, about my follically challenged nature and 
you know other bits and pieces. I can I can take most to be honest. I think it's part of the territory. Are now, you a blocker? But, uh, Are you a blocker, or you just let everybody I, run um, free? I do let people run free. Mainly because I find it funny more than anything else, yeah. and uh, but if people are going to get really personal, then I will block. But I think I've blocked about five people in the history of Twitter. So, uh. Tim, there's people every single week who ask me, and obviously go to me to ask you, please unblock me. Have you got Have you got um, a latest oh, update on that? Oh, someone, someone found me on Instagram yesterday. Oh. It was like, please unblock me, Tim. Please unblock oh. me, Tim. Leave me alone. Tim, are, are you going to unblock anyone that you've ever well, blocked? I, I, oh, I was thinking about it on the train back from Norwich. I, like, I quite like Keith's idea of an amnesty <laughs> and just letting everyone back. But, yeah. Well, I'm giving everyone second chance saloon since Wolves are doing so well. and Yeah. You're um, not being so negative. I feel like 90% of those people will be end up getting blocked again. Then. But some of them are just nasty individuals. There are some strange people out there at the moment. Who's, really who's that strange. guy? That guy Kimbo who d- despises me. Have you seen him? Uh, I th- I think, sorry, I think I've seen the name. I haven't seen the tweets. Yeah, just disgusting stuff. Really? So yeah. Like? I can't. I can't remember. I'll. I'll, sh- I'll show you. I literally okay. couldn't read any out on this. It's. It's really that bad. Okay. Good so. stuff. Good stuff. Well, maybe Kimbo's listening in. Kimbo, you're not going to get unblocked. Yeah. Um, there's plenty of people though who are listening in from all around yeah, the world, yeah, yeah. all yeah, around yeah, yeah. the world. Um, Tim, where are we massive in this week? Tim where Spears. aren't we what? massive? In? Where aren't we massive? Just in? about it's be everywhere. A quick one because we're, we're, we're pushed for time. So. Right, right. Well, we are. We've had a massive week in New Zealand this week. New Zealand. Uh, we up to tenth place with twelve plays. Don't really know why, but thanks everybody. Thank you very much. We're about three k this week. Ma- another massive week. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we have made it. Somewhere new. In fact, also, we are in the Island Islands again this week. Oh, really? He's picked us up, has he? There's no comment from Tommy, so I don't, okay. know, don't know if it's him. Yeah. But somebody's listening. Can you just recap where this place actually is? Uh, in between Finland and Sweden. Okay. Many, many, many little small islands. Tiny islands. And we also have a lot of fans out there from the old TV at games. Least, at least two, yeah. 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 Two to two and a half. No, lo- loads in Sweden, yeah, Scandinavia. But yeah, this one guy called Tommy. Used to love us, no he doesn't. Hates us now, hates us now. Oh well, uh, yeah, no, we have made it somewhere genuinely, mm. as always. Not seen this on the list before. So we've got big, massive, made it, huge, in, in Gibraltar. 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 One person has listened to us in Gibraltar. James Fielding, was that you Solid. in Gibraltar? It or? was not, never oh, been to okay, Gibraltar actually. No, neither have uh, I. A little bit, but I mean, you know, got quite a turbulent history. Mm. We kind of took oh, it no. over in like 1713. Yeah. And had it ever since. Um, but yeah, Spain won it as well. Spain are like all over it. They love it, but it still has basically. Gibraltar rejected a return for Spanish rule in two thousand and two. Yeah, it's got like a rock which everybody likes. No Gibraltar, rock. Uh, some lucky rock or something. Yeah, everyone goes yeah. and touches. Yeah, uh, it's co- eat. No, no, oh, okay. its economy is based on tourism and online gambling. Oh, excellent news! Uh, yes, of course. Strange. William Hill, I think, based out there actually. Uh, yeah, population Gibraltar. Any guesses? Uh, Eight hundred nineteen thousand. Okay, I was going to go thirty thousand. Thirty-two thousand. Oh, wow! I give them a dog a bone. Very good. Uh, they have got a football team set up yes. in initially in nineteen ninety-three and played their first ever competitive game in two thousand thirteen. Very good. Nil-nil against Slovakia. Their biggest ever victory by margin is one-nil against Malta. Wow! When they hammered them, um, <laughs> they've got. Uh, <laughs> Players include, illustrious players include Notts County midfielder Liam Walker player. and James Coombs, who plays for Welsh club Undy Athletic. Coombs! Uh, Danny Higginbottom did play for him for a little while, bizarrely, yeah. but not anymore. And their FIFA ranking is... 189. 
I was going to say 187, but... 206. Oh, that's one of the worst teams in the whole world. I think well, they, that's they don't play in their own country. They, do, they play all the games in Portugal, in Faro. Oh, good. Oh. See, there you go. So that's why he's on this podcast for. That's why he's on that, that podcast. That might be the low. I think it's probably the lowest we've ever had. Definitely the lowest we've ever had. And it might be as low as it gets. I mean... I think they'll be in the bottom group in the new Nations it's League. Uh, early it's, 200s is where the FIFA rankings go to anyway. And if England play them away, they would probably win 1-0 in a dour, dour <laughs> contest. Uh, and yeah, a, f- a few new towns and cities this week. Yeah. Uh, do you want to have a few guesses at Coolbinia? Cool Canada. Binia. Australia. Oh. Uh, big in Nairobi this week yeah. in Kenya. Kenya. Big in Bologna this week. Ah, oh, well. Italia. Yeah, very Beautiful. nice. Uh, also in Cricklewood. London. London. Yeah, yeah baby. There. And a couple more. Uh, no jokes, please, for Gaythorne in, uh, in somewhere. Gaythorne. Was it where we were the other night? Canal Street. <laughs> <laughs> Canal Street with a, with, a, with a letter missing on the sign. Oh, dear. Yeah, any ideas? Uh, no. I would have said no. Cumbria. <laughs> Forest of Dean. Australia. Oh, okay. And finally, in Winsenheim. W I N T Z. Sounds German to me. Enheim. Germany, Austria, German. Winsenheim. Germany. Fielden? Uh, yeah, I'd go Switzerland. In France. France. In France. And finally, France. we've had a very, very nice letter this week from Gary Smith. Gary. 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 Hi guys, uh, if you got, if you might remember last week we featured Uzbekistan on Massive In. Yes, we did. I'm pleased you brought that up. Garrett says, "Hi guys, I've been listening in Uzbekistan, travelling through and keeping in touch with the Nuno Revolution, Nuno. and marvelling at Mr. Judah turning a question to Tim into a segment." <laughs> in Uzbekistan, the main tourist sites are Samarkand and Bukhara, oh. ancient cities from the Great Silk Road. See pictures attached. I should tweet one out with this mm-hmm. podcast. Uh, I also saw some Uzbekistan Premier League football with third place Pakator, no. managed by Rangers legend Shota Avaladze, against City rivals Budyakor. The ticket was 1 0, and it was an entertaining 1 0 win, although it doesn't say for who. Uh, <laughs> he has a quick question for, question for Tim Where would he see Morgan Gibbs White fitting into the formation? Nice. Is he going to have a similar challenge to Conor Ronan? Yeah, won the World Cup. Incredible. Legend. Fantastic. I'm going to speak to the lad next week. Just brilliant. Um, th- that that team that won the Under 17s World Cup was full of Man City Spurs, Chelsea players, and then you had little old Morgan Gibbs White scoring in the final. Um, but yeah, I don't see a place for him in the squad at the moment. Thank you very much. Um, right, guys, we, we are short for time. So we are, we are short gonna, for time. Um, we're going to touch on Fulham, of course. Uh, big game Friday night, Wolves top of the table. Fulham like to play football and probably underachieving from what we expected at the start of the season. Very how, much so. How, how do you see it going from, from Nuno's team predict, prediction and selection? I guess Tuesday to Friday, it's a very quick turnaround. Uh, is it more of the same or will he change it up again? It is a quick turnaround. You know, they flew back from Norwich on Wednesday morning. Is that a first, by the way? I've never known them fly to yeah, a, a league that. game before. Yeah. Not even not even to Newcastle, I don't think. I don't think they flew to Which Newcastle. Which is why actually. I guess it's not a problem for people like Saïs and Bart and the rest of them to go because it's, what... 45 minutes of time yeah now, yeah exactly no it's unusual but you know Foson's splashing the cash mm. right now, all hail Foson <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah no it should, should be a good game Fulham yeah do like to play their football they are struggling a lot this season particularly for goals which hasn't been a problem for them in the last couple of years Ken McDonald back that'll be a thing of interest obviously mm. as for changes I think he'll I think he'll bring Danny Bart back in for Bennett personally it's just a hunch and I think he'll bring Sace back in for Njai and that'll probably be it Okay, interesting. But um, hopefully, hopefully a decent crowd. Obviously, it's on Sky Friday night. But yeah, they could really, they could obviously it goes without saying. It's the last international break till March. So they could really do with 
keeping up that momentum and then making the best use of the break. Obviously, obviously, no Jordan Graham. Um, very well, I mean, even if he could play, he wouldn't. No, he's... of course. But, I mean, eleven minutes of football yeah, so yeah. far, and it's staggering. Really. Yeah, just absolute waste. It, you know, it was. We said it was odd at the time that he was going to help a championship rival, but yeah, he's not even helping him. He's just not in the team. But you want him to play if he's going to go on loan. You want him to play. I can't. I mean, especially I can't with Fulham struggling. Bizarre. Especially with Fulham struggling, it wouldn't be an issue if he was playing and doing well. So yeah. Has Big K Mac been back to Molineux yet? Yeah, he, I think he came back last year. Okay. Seems to remember him getting a. Decent ovation. Okay. Mm. They had their striker sent off against uh, Bristol City on yeah, Tuesday as well, so uh, he's happy days, happy days. Right, let's go back to the quiz. Okay, you've had some chances right, to go. Okay. Um, I'm thinking James Fielder might be struggling here, um, judging by. <laughs> what, has he got Bonatini on there? Let's have a look. So the max you can get wrong is five, and I won't, I won't give you any more than five. So, okay, let's have a look. Here we go. James Fielding, can you give me the top 12 leading goal scorers of all time for the Wolverhampton Wanderers? Steve. Stable number one, 306 Wolves goals. I'm going to go John Richards. John Richards, number two, one and two, 194, correct. Andy <laughs> Much. It's <laughs> oh. oh. a really hard question, oh. this is, you know. Yeah, no, 15th and lucky. Oh. Oh. Well. <laughs> 15th. Uh, Sylvan Ebanks Blake. <laughs> no, but that's not. He's got a lot on there. He's got a lot on there. Oh, jeez. He's got two so far. Two out of 12. Spears loving this. <laughs> loving it. This could kill me. Yeah, it will do. Kenny Hibbert. Kenny Hibbert. I think that's a good shout. It's a good shout. Is it there? <laughs> Yes, it is. Ten. Nice. Ten. Nice, nice, ten, nice. ten, ten, ten. 114 goals. This is very left field. Go on. Johnny Hancock. Johnny Hancock Ooh, is there. Yeah, number four. Nice. Very 167. Nice. Congratulations. Very good. I've never been to any of these like past players' dinners, but I did go around the museum for three hours one day. So wow. Oh, it's great. Love it. It's there. a really good trip. We need to go there. Um, who, I'm who, gonna, who are you saying that to? Me and just general people. How <laughs> many have I got so far? And how many do I need? Uh, a lot. <laughs> Uh, did I say Kenny Hibbert? Yes, you did. Yes. Okay. Yes, <laughs> still wrong. Uh, I, was, I was really struggling here. Uh, I was going to say Andy Gray, but he can't be up there, isn't there? Wasn't there? Okay, that well, long, you've got one more guess, and I'll, I'll, I'll tell you where uh, No, he's not there. James Field is. Okay, unbelievable. So you, you've got the maximum of five, five wrong, even though it is more than that. Billy Hartill, 170 goals. Willie. Jimmy Murray. Yeah. Yeah, Hill Hinton. Yeah. Yeah. Um, of what year, Tim? 50s he was. Uh, yes, he was. Very good. Uh, Peter Broadbent. I put Broadbent at the bottom. <laughs> Harry Wood. Dennis Westcott. Uh, Derek Dugan. Uh, Roy Swinborn, Dennis Wilshaw. Dave Harrison's going to hate me when he hears this. So, um, yeah, not the best effort from you. Um, so, can you beat three? Yes, I can. <laughs> okay. Most appearances, Tim Spears. Uh, Derek Parkins, number one. Yeah, number one, he is, correct. Billy Wright will be up there. Billy Wright is, yes, he's number four. Uh, Bullies think third. Bully is third. Uh, 561. Burt Williams. The cat. Sure he's there. Not there. No. Really? No, no Burt Williams. Uh, Jeff Palmer. Jeff Palmer is there, number eight. Yes, correct. I'll say Jimmy Mullen. Jimmy Mullen is there. Yes, number ten. Uh, Peter Broadbent. 
Peter Broadbent is there. Number seven. Congratulations. Got this. Frank Monroe. Frank Monroe is not there. Mm. So that's two. Two incorrect. Uh, Johnny Hancock's. Johnny Hancock's. I'm sure I've seen Johnny Hancock's. Is it there? Is it there? It's not there. No, no, no. So that's three wrong. Three wrong. Uh, no, that's it. You've had three wrong. You said five. I could get oh, five. Five on. incorrect answers. Yeah, okay. Go on then. Uh, um, uh, Andy Thompson. Correct. He is there. Number 12. Number 11, sorry. Ron Flowers. Ron Flowers is there as well. And John McCall. Number five. John McCall. John McCall, yes. Number six. How many left? Uh, you've got to get one, two left. Two left. Uh, Bill Slater. Bill Slater is not there. And uh, John Richards. John Richards is not there. Okay, that's oh. five. The two you missed out. Kenny Hibbett, number two on the list. Oh, so he's on my list. Yes, I am. What? What? Oh, I've ticked him off by oh, mistake. Oh, wow. I did. Look, look, I've ticked him off the list by mistake. Okay, oh, yeah. I do think Tim got the easier question there, though, because if you've made appearances, then you've, then you've just got to pick out the strikers. Never said it was going to be easy on this well, game. Well, that's a brutal introduction to podcast well, yeah, life. Might, might be for a reason. Um, so, Kenny Hibbett, <laughs> second on the list, 574. And coming in at number 12, Mike Stowell. Stowell. Oh? Stowell. Like Stowell. I've been, I've been to the uh, James Field in uh, pronunciation school. Uh, so, you know I mean? Didn't graduate though, did you? No, no, I didn't. Boom, boom. So, it's a new Bean Boozle. No. It's a new Bean Boozle no. is back. Bean Boozle is back. James Fielden. Now, you've got to try five of these wacky flavours. Okay, for anyone who didn't know, wasn't listening to the podcast, Bean Boozle is back. So I am diabetic, but uh, I will give this a bash. Excellent news. We don't have the first <laughs> I, 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 I noticed, I noticed that when, the, when the editor was here, wow. we had uh, we had tumblers and water. Yes, you did. Yes, They're you sadly did. lacking today. Yes, sadly lacking today. Are we, are we today. not getting water? Okay, we're not. We're not getting water today. Uh, no. Would you like a glass of water, James? Uh, I think you probably would. I think I have some. He's going to taste. He's got some. He's got some with him. He's going to taste well dog prepared. food. He's... As I can, as I can testify, you'll he's be, ta you'll taste be tasting it for two hours. Okay. I'm going for a very nice steak tonight, so I hope this isn't going to. No, no, no. It'll be very beefy. Okay, so James. You've got five to try. Five to try. So you choose a colour and we'll see which one it is. Choose a colour. What colour would you like to go for? I'll go for this one here. This oh, green one? Oh, you're not spin it, yeah. Is it not? You can spin it, you can spin, 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 spin the wheel, spin the wheel. Spin the wheel of fortune. So we're going for we're going for the yellow one, the yellow one, the yellow and the dots. So rotten egg or buttered popcorn? Rotten egg or buttered popcorn? What are we thinking? How's your palate? How's your palate? Surely you know. It's popcorn. It's popcorn! He's one for one. Spin it again, please. Spin it again. James Fields. Oh, I thought he was spitting. Ooh, here we go. Tutti Fruity or Stinky Socks? Tutti Fruity. How did you even get the flavour of Stinky Socks? Or Stinky Socks? Well, you'll soon see. You'll soon find out James Fielding. Tutti Fruity. Wow, he is two for two, this kid. Are you sure you've been... Are you being... Are you sure? If you're not a stinky sock, he's not lying. a very good actor. I think okay, know. okay. Yeah, two for two. Spin it again, James. Spin it again. Here we go. Oh, yeah, we'll go for that one. That one is either juicy pear or bogies. It's juicy pear or bogies. Juicy pear, or please don't get three for three. Juicy pear. Oh my goodness, what is going on here? Three for three. Two more, please, James. Oh, interesting. Um, that's peach or vomit. It's peach or vomit. Have you had this one before? Peach or vomit. 
says diabetic James Fielder. <laughs> <laughs> it's vomit. Yeah. Oh yeah. Boom. Boom. <laughs> not particularly displeasant, but it's not peach. Okay. So and know. your last one. Your last one, Tim. You've got two to take after this. Not so. It's okay. Spin the wheel of fortune. We've got. Okay. We'll go for this one here because it just moved out. Okay. So you've got baby wipes or coconut. It's baby wipes or coconut. Baby wipes or coconut. <laughs> he doesn't know. His palate isn't that good. Coconut, coconut. Coconut. Okay, very good, very good. So he's four for five. You can't knock that. That's not bad. That's not bad. That's some solid spinning. Okay, some very solid spinning. Um, here we go, Tim. The Wheel of Fortune. Where's it go? Nobody knows. Okay, we've had that one. Let's go again. Oh, should we just pick the ones that we haven't had? Oh, here we go. It's his favourite. What well, don't, buddy? It's chocolate pudding or canned dog food. It's chocolate pudding or canned dog food. Oh, <laughs> 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 Ladies and gentlemen, oh, it's brilliant! It's brilliant! That's successful. It's fantastic. How long was that lingering in your mouth for last week? The dog food that is. (laughs) Swallow my drink, man. Swallow what? The dog food. Okay, the last one. Oh, let's go again. One One more. What haven't we done? Okay, well let's let's just go for it. We haven't done. um, Oh, this is an easy one for you. Toothpaste or berry blue? What colour is that? It's blue. That would the, the blue would give it away. <laughs> toothpaste or berry blue? Toothpaste. I quite need toothpaste. <laughs> you do need it. Uh, have you got it? Well, it's toothpaste. Oh, it's toothpaste. Excellent. Well, so that's, even though James lost the quiz, that. you kind of won it because you were four for five. Well, you yeah. only got one wrong. Yeah. You got two wrong. So really, I'm giving you the moral victory. I can uh, put that in my bio now, as well as having done the ice bucket mm. challenge, eh? Yay! There we go, the ice bucket <laughs> challenge. You've got to shoot a bingo today. You can't be. I tell you what, James, if Wolves get promoted, and I yeah. really hope they do, yeah. um, you, I will give you, and the peeps can, can listen to this, you can come into the studio, or come into the outdoor of the Express Star Towers, and okay. we can do the ice bucket challenge on me. Yeah? Okay, yeah. That's Deal? Deal. Shake your hand there. Can we just quickly explain where this comes from? Because yes. people, people won't have a clue what you're talking about here. So, well, you, you explain it, James. Well, I think you should explain it, really. Well, I did. Uh, in my early days as, as Express and Star journalist, Nathan Judah, um, I had to do a five things. I think it was a young kid who signed a, a contract. Five things you didn't know about this young kid. And um, for people who uh, trying to search him on Wikipedia and trying to find some random facts about him, struggling massively. I was at number two already. So instead of like finding out that he used to play for England under 16s as a kid, I'm looking at star signs. I'm looking at he shares his birthday with Angelina Jolie. Came across his Instagram and his Twitter page. Realised trending at the moment was hashtag was hashtag ice bucket challenge. He did the ice bucket challenge. That was one of my famous facts. So I, I so I clicked on the article. Obviously Correct. a bit of clickbait from Judah. Yeah, yeah. And uh, <laughs> it was like, did you know? And it was like a kid who signed for the academy yeah. or whatever. Uh, whoever it was has completed the ice bucket challenge. But the, the and fact- I walked away thinking, hmm, what a guy! He's done the ice bucket challenge. Yeah. Not <laughs> but 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 did you know that he completed the ice bucket challenge? I did not. Well, there you go. You then. do now. There you go. Yeah. You do now. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, so there you go. Ice bucket challenge. Shaking hands on it. If Wolves get promoted, you're allowed to come and do the ice bucket challenge at me at the Express R Towers. Excellent. And I'll be full full suited and booted. Okay, job done. Love that. Excellent. Right, Fulham. Um, come to town against Wolves. Let's have your predictions. Luke Hatfield, we haven't heard much from you because we've run out of time. I feel sorry because we had you had some fantastic fantasy football oh, news lined up. And James oh, oh, James oh, oh. So I'm sorry because we've just gone over and people who listen to this, I know it's a bit of a marathon, but obviously we don't get him in a lot. So it's been a pleasure. It's been an honour. Luke Hatfield, Fulham against Wolves at Molyneux. Prediction? 3-0 Wolves. Wow! 3-0 wow. Wolves. That's a big shout. That's a big shout. I think Fulham are going to make it hard for Wolves. I think it'll be hard to play Tuesday to Friday, but I'm going to go to Wolves, sneak it 2-1 Wolves. Tim Spitz. 
Uh, one nil Wolves. One nil Wolves. Wolverhampton Wanderers two, Fulham nil. Any uh, any score sheet? Nifsh. Uh, Nifsh. Well, he came closer <laughs> than I didn't he? Nifsh. Uh, Top corner. Belton. I think uh, I think Cavalero's doing one to be honest. Cavalero. Yeah, Cavalero. Yeah, yeah. Happy days. Um, Luke, thank you very much. Tim, pleasure as always. Cheers. James, will you come back on the show? I'll try my best. I mean, this has been a long time in the uh, mm. in the making. It has it? been. So hopefully, it'll happen again. Well, it's been a pleasure. For all the people who um, you know have a go at you on Twitter, what, yeah. anything you want to say to them. Keep it coming. Keep it coming. Great way to finish. Thank you very much. Let's hope Wolves get three points against Fulham on Friday. For everyone here, take care. Bye-bye. <laughs>